All right. We're registering. We're all set to go. You good? Yes. Okay. All right. So welcome back to Humans of UMass. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah. Do you want to introduce yourself? Um, my name's Sophia Maroulis. Um, I grew up in Amherst and now go to UMass Amherst. Um, and I run Lippy. Lippy? Yeah. Lippy. Tell us about Lippy. Um, Lippy started this summer because I had always, like, literally since I was in third grade, wanted to be a fashion designer. Um, but then this summer, uh, my friend was making jewelry from stuff she got at Michael's. And I just decided to make some necklaces and earrings for mm. myself. And I posted them one day just thinking I could make probably like 50 bucks quickly. And instead of just 50 bucks, it turned into like way more than that. And people kept like asking me to make them custom things. And so it really started with jewelry. And so then I realized that was my opportunity. And so mm -hmm. I just took it and ran with it. And so I'm really happy I did. So Very happy. this huge business venture, and I don't say huge lightly, <laughs> This huge business venture all started in the summer, uh -huh. and coincidentally, that's when we met. Yes, that's when we met. We've literally met at NSO. I don't remember the first time meeting you, but I just remember trying to find you the last two days. I was like, I haven't seen Rebecca in two days. I'm so sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I feel like at that point, I, I was already just so awestruck that someone in my class had just was was already being such a pioneer and like having so much entrepreneurial spirit um where does that come from like have you had any previous business experience was this something completely novel um because it, it definitely seemed even in the summer it definitely seemed like you had everything under wow. wraps thank you so much because i never feel like i have anything under wraps ever I didn't realize how much of an influence my mom had on me until I started Lippy. Um, and I can't stop thinking that I'm wasting time all the time. Like I need to constantly be feeling like I'm efficient and working hard. Um, and I definitely, definitely got that from my mom who has started multiple businesses just like from our house. Um, and she's the most organized person I know, and I'm still not on that level, and I don't think I'll ever be on that level, but I think I'm just always so inspired by her and so inspired by how she can just put her mind to something and then completely do it, don't look back, and is just never lazy, never lazy. Mm. And I think just as a bystander, as an observer, it's very clear to me that you're uh, this whole operation is pretty well structured. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I think you've expanded a lot into social media, really capitalizing on the power of social media. Who else would you say is involved mm -hmm. with Lippy? Mm -hmm. Obviously, it all flows from your creative. Mm -hmm. your, it's your. It started as your creative. Your creative outlet. Mm -hmm. um, but who else is involved? Yeah. 
Um, a lot of the people uh, who I'm directly surrounded by, like my best friends, are my biggest muses. Um, and even if they're not doing anything directly for Lippy, like they're not creating anything, they're always supporting me. They're always helping me. And literally, I just love to look at them all day. Like I could look at my friends all day and just be so inspired, I swear. Um, but other than that, I have my friend Omar Martinez, who I met this summer. Um, Lippy would have been nothing without him, absolutely nothing. Um, he's been like a real creative partner with me um, and just like also constantly inspiring me. Uh, and yeah, just through that relationship, I learned so much about myself and about how to look at art and how to just like be more weird and be more just like accepting of everything basically. Mm -hmm. um, and that has just really trickled a lot into Lippy. In a in a more concrete sense, mm -hmm. what roles do you fulfill? Mm -hmm. What roles do other people fulfill? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's literally just me doing the like day to day everything, running the Instagram, um, doing orders, doing custom orders, just like talking to people. Um, that's all just me. Um, and it's not something it's something that's weighing on my mind every day. Like I have to do stuff for Lippy today. But it's not something that, like, it's not um, life-consuming, except, like, it is in my head, if that kind of makes sense. Mm. Um, but it's, like, it's manageable for me to do it on my own right now. Um, but I don't really have anybody else helping me with, like, day-to-day -day stuff. It's just me doing that. And then we went to a couple events, and my friends helped me out at those, um, just, like, selling uh, necklaces to people and stuff. Um and Omar does a lot of like, we haven't done anything in a while, but Omar does a lot of the like creative, um, I don't know, he's just another creative input to Lippy. Yeah, I just, I have like an extreme amount of trust in him. So yeah, I would, if any, if I was to just die right now, I would give Lippy to Omar, basically. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 And you know, you have all of these people feeding into Lippy, but Lippy also inhabits other people and oh, yeah. other places. Yeah. So it's not just who's feeding into Lippy, but someone is walking out of Lippy with something tangible. You produce things, you make jewelry, mm -hmm. you make uh, what else? Like, what is the physical product that Lippy produces? Um, right now, a lot of the stuff I'm doing is one of one stuff, just because I've been really, honestly, I've been so uninspired lately. Like, this second semester has just killed me. And so it's been hard to make art every single day, which is what I was really good at in the first semester. Um, but yeah, I've just... I've been getting bored of like the logo t-shirts and things like that and I don't think like the world needs any of my logo t-shirts so I've been really focusing on doing custom pieces um, and doing one of ones which can be stressful because usually the person will ask for them and I really won't get it done for like weeks or like mm -hmm. a month because I want to make it perfect for them and I want to make it worth however much they're spending um, but yeah, um, a lot of necklaces right now too, just because those go way quicker than anything else. Mm -hmm. But the one of ones are really special. And I that, ter that terminology might not be familiar for oh, everybody. Yeah. Do you, could you just 
explain a little bit what a one of one is Uh and also uh you mentioned the logo Mm t-shirts uh it might not be something that you're doing right now Mm -hmm. but it might be interesting to hear a little about what you've done previously Mm -hmm. yeah okay okay um so i'm trying to think like what we started with i always say we just because i feel weird saying i i feel like it's even though it's mostly me doing all the like actual work to it i always feel like there's more people helping me Mm -hmm. than there actually is um and of course there are people helping me um uh i'm trying to think we definitely just started with necklaces so many necklaces so many earrings um and then i think after that i the next thing I made were these baby tees, um, and those were just like, those were pretty popular for a while, and then I kind of moved on from that and started making the lippy jeans, um, mm. and those have definitely been like, besides the necklaces, those have definitely been the most popular thing, um, and those I love to make, and I love seeing people wear those. Um, so yeah, there's those, and then to about the one of ones, um, that just basically means that uh, I create something on a piece that's usually just thrifted like everything is just thrifted all the clothes um but I'll do something that just on that piece and I won't do it on anything else and so whoever buys it essentially they'll be the only person to have it in the whole world so there's just a one of one it's just a yeah one of a kind Mm. and you said that most of your clothes are thrifted Mm -hmm. does that stem from a sort of environmental consciousness Mm -hmm. that you and your brand carry Mm -hmm. um I know that as a campus business it's difficult Mm -hmm. to to think bigger yeah um yeah because you have like life is demanding enough yeah 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 yeah. um (laughs) but do you think that any of your personal values seep into how you manage your business oh my gosh yes so much so much like I just feel like I just feel like all the time I'm just filled with so much love and I just want and I just put so much love into Lippy and I try to make it like as loving as possible. Um, That's like honestly my main value. That is literally it. Just like love and being nice people and being polite, being so polite. Um, But talking about like. Um, being environmental, environmentally friendly. Um, yeah, it's something that I do think about a lot. And honestly, I just have always been using uh, clothes from thrift stores just because that's what I've always done. And like, probably, you know, you've probably like grew up thrifting too. And it's just like such a big thing now. Um, but yeah, I just remember the first time I went to Salvation Army on a day where it was a half off day. And I was like, that my mind was blown. And then yeah I just basically lived there so it was nice when I started Lippy and I like knew all the people who worked at Salvation Army so they could help me find stuff (laughs) or they could help me just do whatever um but yeah and you know you have all of these uh all of these different sources pouring into your your business people who are direct contributors even you know an employee at Salvation Army who might be helping Mm -hmm. you uh, find Mm -hmm. a a thrifted piece Mm -hmm. um what's your customer base look like my customer base um honestly it obviously so I'm from Amherst so it started out like I completely just saturated the Amherst market like I basically sold necklaces to like every single 
at least girl and then like a lot of boys too so i just kind of like sold necklaces to everybody i needed to sell necklaces to in amherst um and then once i got to umass um i had like a completely it was just a completely new terrain um and i was really excited and i was also really scared but after uh we did the wall um in october that definitely like got a lot of attention and a lot of people um would like come up to me after that and like tell me that they liked lippy and um just like i don't know i just got a lot of love after that everybody who supports lippy because it's so small right now everybody means so much and everybody who follows like i'll see who it is like it's not like i'll just like not know who follows me um and that just makes me super super happy so yeah i would say my customer base right now is like very real um and honestly like very umass oriented um and i have friends in like different states that i'll send them stuff which is really great and then they'll tell their friends so i have like a little weird pocket in new orleans um and also weird pocket in miami of people (laughs) that get lippy stuff yeah i know you've you've mentioned your instagram a few times um is that your main avenue for for branding and advertising yeah um honestly it's so powerful it's so powerful and um I just always loved marketing and I feel like I've always had a really good eye for um a good ad and I know what works in a good ad and so I always try to put that into everything that I'm doing so yeah if it wasn't for Instagram I would be I don't even know it would just be completely different thing completely different yeah you mentioned that your your base is pretty broad but it's definitely more umass oriented Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i really want like once i got here and i realized i could do that for the next four years i was like i need everybody on umass to know who lippy is like Mm -hmm. that's basically or know what lippy is like that's basically my goal and that was you you accomplished that with the wall oh tell us a little bit about the wall okay the wall was so fun that was um there we just painted well, depending on who's listening to this, they may know or may not, but there's a wall in uh, Central that you can paint. Anybody can paint. Um, usually it's just uh, spray painted with a bunch of like random graffiti and it doesn't go together, but it's still like so cool. It changes every day. Um, but we painted the entire wall and I like we painted the whole entire wall red. So it was super eye catching. Um, and a lot of people while they were walking past us, we would get negative feedback and we would get positive feedback, but I like love both. So it's fine. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we just did a huge lippy wall. We wrote lippy on it. Um, and then we did a runway in front of it and we did a shoot and yeah, people were just like, people really liked that. And I was really happy about that. Um, and the wall stayed up for a few days. So then people we're just noticing it a lot because it's like you can't miss it when you walk past mm-hmm. it. Um, so, yeah, that was definitely that's probably one of my favorite things I've ever done. And the people who are featured in these shoots, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you sort of crowdsource mm-hmm. your models? Mm-hmm. Are, are they your friends? Mm-hmm. Always, always, always my friends. In the beginnings, it was and still is like all of my friends just because my friends are so beautiful it's just insane like I'm just surrounded by so many beautiful people like and so many different looking people and I just love it so much so like I why wouldn't I use them basically and do you think there are any iterations of this uh, the wall in the future or do you foresee sort of diversifying your 
your advertising? Uh-huh. Definitely. I want to do the wall again. Um, I want to do it differently because the wall has been used a lot for like advertisements this year. And Lippy, the, like the thing that we did was clearly an ad, like clearly an ad. Um, but I just, I kind of just want to experiment. I definitely want to do something again with the wall. Um, but we'll see. I've been thinking about it like since then. And if we backtrack a bit, I know that you mentioned that you take orders. Mm-hmm. Like that's your main source yeah. of, of business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you take us sort of through th- the life cycle of uh, a necklace mm-hmm. or an earring mm-hmm. that you might make mm-hmm. or even a more recent mm-hmm. project? Okay. Yeah. So um, if it's for a necklace or something, um, usually people will just DM me. They'll usually ask me. Uh, if I have certain charms that like I've posted in the past um, and then I'll put the charm on a necklace for them um, and then yeah they'll either pick it up or I'll see them somewhere on campus or I'll ship it to them Um, it's pretty easy process and like making necklaces doesn't take me that long but for custom pieces it's a little bit different just because a lot of the time people will give me a piece that they want me to do something on or they'll have a vision but like a like a slight slightly like faded vision they don't know exactly what they want yet but yeah people usually for custom orders they always let me like kind of do what I want and take the reins and they're like I'll be okay with anything Mm -hmm. which is so awesome and so great and People do wear your stuff. Yeah, it's so yeah, cool. Yeah, they wear it across campus. It's so cool. It's crazy. I'll like see I'll, I'll see people wearing the jeans and I'm like, what? And people will trade them to their like for their uh they'll trade them with their friends and like I'll see different people wearing them. It's just so cool. Is that just so super cool. exhilarating yeah, for you? Yeah. It's like I never really got to experience it at my high school actually because um like by the time I started Lippy, I had graduated and my brother still is in high school obviously and so he just tells me that like it's like a cult at school like I just and I just wish I could see that so much and so to see it at UMass is also really cool really cool Mm -hmm. and in effect that creates a sort of walking advertisement yeah oh my god yeah like because obviously the pants are like super flashy and annoying so like people are gonna go up to them and say like oh where'd you get your pants from and everybody who has any lippy stuff is always so enthusiastic to tell other people so like it is the best walking advertisement ever it's great it's so great dude i think those are all of my questions Ah! thank you so much rebecca i'm so happy you did thank you thank you thanks for being here yeah i feel really cool right now seriously and we wish you the best in like expanding your brand um and just like becoming more known on campus you deserve it thank you so much that's really nice thank you The music in this segment was provided by Danilo Prates. This episode of Humans of UMass originally aired on WMUA 91.1. For WMUA News, I'm Rebecca Pereira. Thanks for listening. I think it's time to take a break and replace this.